Today's show is brought to you in part by Puro Trader. Puro Trader is like one of those travel sites that searches the web for the best deals, except instead of flights, you're searching for cigars. From everyday cigars for the casual smoker to the rare sticks for collectors. And it's all in a community setting where you can ask questions and read real reviews. Visit purotrader.com and use the promo code MOVIES for a chance to win a day at the Porsche Racing Experience in Los Angeles or Atlanta. purotrader.com. Use the code MOVIES and enjoy the show. Doug Hayes, candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. You know what we're going to do? We're going to cut in uh, another crowd doing that and then cut back to me going, back once again at Flappers in Burbank! <laughs> that sounded good. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. I so appreciate it that you're here for my last show at Flappers. Um, <laughs> you know, it's all, the location is a big deal. Where'd you guys come in from? Alhambra. So Burbank seemed closer than uh, Hollywood, or it's more of a timing thing. Saturday afternoon, you can get out of town. You can't do it on a Tuesday night. Right? Yeah. I wish, I wish there was a way that I could get this show to everybody without them having to, you know, miss work or change their schedule. Oh, yeah. It's a podcast. <laughs> That's how I do it. But uh, thank you for being here in person, you guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, what's today's date? It's Saturday, October 12th, 2019. I got my notes in here somewhere. I planned a very exciting show for today. I'm, I'm uh, super into uh, not only my guests, but also the, the games that we're going to play today. I don't know if you guys saw on the internet the... Uh, uh, spilling some of the beans, but uh, it's out there. Oh, are you guys having the, don't forget to try some flappetizers uh, while you're here. There you go. She's got a nice uh, plate of fries. That's one of the best flappetizers they have here. And uh, that's not a thing. They don't call them flappetizers, but I wish they did. Uh, and just, do we have uh, enough name tags? Do we have four or more name tags? One, two, three, four, five. We did it. <laughs> Only one of you will not get chosen. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, <laughs> Doug Plugs, Thursday night, October 17th. I'm doing stand-up at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. Yeah, that's where uh, Wile E. Coyote gets all of his comedy. Uh, next Saturday, October 19th, Douglas Movies returns to the Comedy Cellar at the Rio in Vegas. That's at 420. And Saturday, November 9th, Douglas Movies returns to Wise Guys at the Gateway in Salt Lake City. Also 420. You see a trend there. For tickets to that show, go to wiseguyscomedy.com. And uh, I want to do some dugouts. I want to do a dugout to uh, all the uh, well-wishers when I got kidney stoned uh, and uh, had to go to the hospital. I, I, there are 
they we're still not absolutely sure that it, there isn't one inside me right now. <laughs> yeah, it's been a real medical mystery, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, dug out to Kevin Kraft for filling in for me. Uh, did any of you guys go to that show at UCB? Yeah. Didn't he do a great job? Yeah. Like he, he's, his hat, his uh, Twitter name is Kevin Kraft Sucks, but he did not suck at filling in. I gave him very little uh, instruction, and he uh, did a great job of uh, replicating the whole format of the show. And so uh, dug out to him and also uh, to, um, oh, I swear I had another one that I was going to do, but maybe that's it. Great. <laughs> Dug out to you guys. <laughs> Prize bag. I brought some stuff. I got this. Look at this. It's like a reusable bottle. You can put stuff in, drink it. It's called Swell. Didn't need it sitting on my counter anymore. Um, this, though, I should have hung on to this long enough to read it and then give it away, but I'm just so excited to promote anything that this guy does. I got an advanced copy of uh, John Hodgman's new book, Medallion Status, True Stories from Secret Rooms. I'm already fascinated. This guy makes you laugh and makes you learn shit. He's got Admiral Akbar on the back of the book cover for some reason. So it looks like he's going to see a movie called Naked. So it's, it's going to be an interesting book. And uh, you can pre-order it now or purchase it uh, straight up on uh, October 15th. Uh, here's a, and he's going to be back on the uh, show soon. In fact, he's booked for the 12 Guests of Christmas in New York. Uh, schedule permitting, of course. A uh, Douglas Movies t-shirt and a Douglas Movies sticker and all the stuff brought by my guests today. If you listen to this show, I would dare say these are three of your favorites or at least three that you like. Please, <laughs> please give it up, everybody, for Billy Wayne Davis, Griffin Newman, and Sam the Ma'am Levine, a.k.a. Little Logan, formerly Little Wolverine. He is here. Let me get all this stuff off the chair for you, Griffin. Let's meet them individually. First, let's say hi to Billy Wayne Davis, everybody. Hey, everybody. Thank you, thank you for coming. Uh, my friend that's appeared on uh, Dining with Doug and Karen and uh, Getting Doug with Hi, and uh, he's here now. And, um, you know, I'm just going to say, I sort of threw you into the lion's den on this one because uh, these guys you're sitting between are uh, serious movie trivia competitors. Yeah, I just feel like I'm on like a news show where I'm like, oh, I'm the comic relief. <laughs> That's fine. See? Wait, a, a news show with comic relief? Yeah, you know how they have, you know, some comedian come on MSNBC and sit there for a while. But all those comedians end up becoming real pundits uh, eventually like that guy Dino Badala used to be like let's get a comedian's take on this <laughs> and now he's like that's all he does is have a take on everything and uh you well, know. it was not funny I, I didn't think what's that is it funny I sometimes yeah he still has a little wit in there but it's you know but he's serious like, better he's not money fucking around that punchline <laughs> yeah but you know all, there's so much of that now where like you know whether whatever side you're on you can you know you can do comedy on their news shows and only has, to be, like only has to be a little bit funny to qualify as comedy because, like you're saying, it is it is a news show after all. I just follow Lester Holt. He's 
That was the thing. Like, there was that brief moment where Brian Williams was America's favorite comedian before he became America's favorite liar. Yeah. He had that window where people were like, he's so funny. He's so hilarious for a newsman. He doesn't need to be doing news. (laughs) He's the Tom Hanks of newsmen. Watch him tell jokes. And then he gets in trouble. John Stewart would come back like he's Walter Cronkite. People were I wish he would just come tell us how things would be. He would just say they're bad. That's how... (laughs) The president is dead. That's the kind of shit he would say. Uh, John Stewart never got to deliver that news. But also joining us on the panel <laughs> and excited to be going head to head to to head with Sam Levine and Billy Wayne. <laughs> it's Griffin Newman, everybody. Uh, has Sam filled you in on any of the epic and thoroughly exciting backstory to this this day? Um, I don't think so. Great. So, <laughs> so you texted me today and said, do you think you could do Leonard Maltin game? Do you think you could handle it against Sam? Spoilers. I did. And and what you didn't know was, Sam and I met like six years ago. It's true. We were auditioning for the same role on a network sitcom. And it's that terrible thing where you're in a room with like four other people who look like you and everyone's stressed out because they're doing the math on how differently their life would look for the next eight months depending on whether or not they get that job. And I broke the silence by saying, Sam, I'm sorry to bother you. I just want you to know my biggest career goal is to defeat you in the Leonard Maltin game someday. So we started talking in a room where everyone else was just watching us sweating. We started quizzing each other. Um, and then about a year after that, Sam brought me to a show to meet you to try to introduce me as a potential guest, which did not work. And this has been my like outstanding uh, dream in life since That's then. That's wild, because anytime Sam brings me somebody, they, they come right in. Like he, he came to me, he goes, do you want Leonard Malton? And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, let's give that guy a try. I thought I was going to get the Leonard Malton bump in the Leonard Malton game, but it took, it took longer, apparently. I didn't have that sort of nepotism working for me. Yeah. I guess it's not nepotism if it's you. You're powerful in this town if you know the if you know the Maltons. If you know the Maltons, they run everything. Yeah, yeah. they're they're big. Like I, I, you know, I was about to cut Sam loose when he brought the Maltons into my life, and now I now I can never let him go because that's the greatest thing that anybody's ever done for me. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, thank you for being here, and I'm, my and I'm glad. And, you know, that's I'm excited about this. Uh, this matchup just because, you know, it just really looks good in print to say that it's uh, Moth Boy versus Little Logan. And yeah. Little Logan, of course, is Mr. Sam Levine. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Doug. Uh, what's up, dude? What? what oh, oh, shit. Uh, oh, it's just my phone. Yeah. So, what? Um, the- what is your latest uh, thing you've been working on? Are you uh, shooting anything? Uh, I am. I'm, I'm shooting the uh, the DC Daily Show still for DC Universe. 
Hey, one, not just one guy clapping, but literally one clap. That was... There's a lot of passion, though. He was like, yeah. 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 That's about yeah. right. Yeah, plus, um, plus the, the listeners probably won't even hear that one. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been shooting that a lot, and then I've been on the road a lot. Uh, last night, I was in Austin, Texas. Um, yeah, you are correct to woo. Uh, and and the same person who gave DC Daily one clap gave a full woo to Austin Texas. Yep. He's yep. correct in all yeah. of his assessments. That's my agent, and I bring him with me at every show. Uh, and uh, and uh, we did a, a fun uh, uh, screening there of a movie, but I'll save that movie for the next round of questions. Um, and uh, anyway, hey. it was a very late night, and then I... Uh, Tried to sleep in an airport, didn't work out, and then uh, and then I flew home, and uh, I'm I've been up for two days. What part of the airport <laughs> did you try to sleep in? The uh, outer area. I couldn't because security was closed at that hour. Oh, that's I've been there. Where the wrong know? part. I yeah. had to sleep yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. You just feel like I'm gonna get in trouble for being here. No, I was. This is actually really. A str- I was. There were so many people sleeping in the airport in the outer area. Oh. And very few Were they of them. filming the terminal part two? <laughs> <laughs> the terminal? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ter- terminals. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, it was uh, it's been an interesting uh, an interesting few days. Is the point? That'd be kind of fun, like a whole family living in an airport. Yeah. They all have to run around, and hide all the time, figure out disguises. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I, I think you can hide in a hospital for forever. Uh, Billy Wayne Davis was talking backstage about how if you just act like you know where you're going, they'll let you go anywhere in a hospital. Yeah. It's like I think they put those little uh, you know, 90s on you, uh, those little hospital gowns they make you wear. I think that's just so that anybody wandering down the hallway in one, they just know, oh, that person, I need to get them to go back to their room. You know, like they know yeah. you, what, why, where do you think you're going? If you right. can see someone's butt, they're in the wrong right. place. They're yeah. heading in the wrong direction. And you're like, hey, what are you yeah. up to, ass cheeks? <laughs> I went to the hospital in gym shorts, so I just wore those the whole time, and I never had to reveal my butt to everybody. And did you uh, tell them, you know, uh, listen, I'm supposed to be in surgery right now. I need to scrub in. Can you, which floor is that? And we're just like, well, he's not in a gown. So he must be a doctor. And you're like, oh, there's Captain Sweatpants. Yep. I did have to he, wear the gown. That covers up the top part. Oh, you did have to wear the gown. Gym shorts were on the bottom. I'm just saying oh, okay. my butt wasn't exposed. I see. I misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, forgot to show that I'm giving one of these away today. Uh, uh, my friend Brox Brown made a beautiful poster for Doug Love's Scary Movies coming up soon in uh, Denver, San Francisco, and Sacramento. And uh, yeah, I'll be selling those at those shows, but uh, one of them goes in the uh, prize bag today, or near the prize bag, so I don't want to, uh, you know, bend it. What do you got for the prize bag, Sam? Oh! Well, I got uh, two things. Uh, the first is a Ooh, trilogy. Oh, I like it already. Uh, oh. This would be the complete <laughs> oh, Indiana Jones yeah. on DVD. Wow. And, uh, and it's got the bonus materials disc in there, too, courtesy of my girlfriend. And here's the thing. Um, people are like, oh, physical media. But the DVDs are wonderful because of all the extra features. We don't get those when you download something. 
Uh, so enjoy these. And also people are like, I want to watch The Last Crusade, but I don't want to spend $3 renting it on iTunes. Boom, now it's yours for free. One person. Yeah. Um, that person is out there. And this... So there's somebody that's dying to see Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Sure, that's not in there. And that's, and that's just that's not even awful. an option. Nope. That was yep, it was very nice of the makers of that DVD. To I love that this, this, this uh, collection has four discs. They could have put it in there. I think they made this before Crystal this Skull. Pre but Crystal Skull. Yeah. I like to think Do you remember those days? The whole world changed when Crystal Skull came out. It was a simpler time. We only have this. Uh, And then the second thing I have for the prize bag for the first time in a long time is an actual real prize for me. It is the uh, 10th anniversary Blu-ray edition of Inglorious Bastards, which I signed. Yay! Did you sign it twice because you played two parts? (laughs) I did not. I should have. Yeah. (laughs) That's a great, uh, great stuff for the bag you show off. Yeah, that's... He's got to win at everything, that Sam Levine. (laughs) Pass that down and tell me what you got, Billy. Not that. Well, we could say one of these is from you. Okay, no. Yeah, so we'll edit it later. Oh, Billy, you brought uh, the whole box set of Indiana Jones? And I left out the Gristle Skull. Oh, good job. That's smart. You know, there's not enough bonus material these days. I'm so excited someone's going to get some bonus (laughs) material. What do you really bring, though? I brought uh, a Weed Maps hat. Nice. It's a good hat. I just have a lot of hats. It's a stylish-looking hat, yeah. Yeah, it's a good hat. I like it. It's a good service. And uh, this. This uh, a guy gave me after a festival in Bloomington, Indiana. And he was like, I usually keep pistols in it, but you can't carry a pistol back to California. And I was like, you're right about that. But there was a switchblade in it, and I couldn't carry that back either. So there's a switchblade in room 402 of the Hampton Inn, Bloomington. But there's just a goodie bag. There's like a pipe. Also, there was two loaded dice in this bag with the switch. I'm not making any of this up. He just liked what I did. He's like, I got it. Here's a go bag for you. Yeah, some essentials. Yeah. So you're, out, you're a, out there in the streets, some loaded dice are going to really do you good. And here's a tip. You can't turn that down. That's more dangerous. Pull Billy. a gun out on somebody and go, let's play dice. Yeah, he already told you that I usually I'm keep gonna guns win. in this. Here, take this knife. And it's a nice out. little misdemeanor kit he gave yeah. you. Between the gambling devices. A knife and loaded dice. Do you weapons. think you were going to Branson? <laughs> It was like a little rascal's version of like, now you're a man. <laughs> it feels like stuff that he just needed to get a new set of prints on. I've passed it along. Yeah, there's some, yeah, there's a Pokemon card. It's really that's that's dangerous. That thing bottomless? What the? How many some, things are some papers in there? There's some, some papers, and then the uh, pipes, and then a lighter. And morning some, after pill? No, that is electrolytes. Oh. Uh, I got confused. So you gotta stay hydrated. It doesn't work great. Yeah, the, the, the zipper doesn't pull across very well. But yeah, pass those down. Yeah, Thank you, you for, for bringing that amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. And Griffin, what uh, do you have for well, us? Well, I'm excited to say that my, my items uh, went up in value in the last 45 minutes since I bought them. What? I will explain in a moment. Uh, I bought two uh, volumes of the Tick comic book and trade paperback. Uh, Yay! The thing that inspired the show I was on that is very canceled. Uh, so thoroughly canceled. It's the thing that's fun about this new modern TV climate is 
after your show gets canceled, you have to go through the rigmarole of trying to get someone to uncancel it. So then when that fails, you're like, I'm double canceled. Right, hey, we're sure about that. Yeah, we know for a fact. I keep checking in, making sure that my shows are still canceled for the rest of my life, because you never know know. when they might go, hey, let's do that again. And then they don't, yeah, sometimes they don't call you, they just do it. They just do it. What? And I think that's unnatural, Mm -hmm. and I think it should be illegal to be able to uncancel a show without the permission of the people involved. There's a lot of stuff that should be illegal. Loaded dice, yeah, should be illegal. (laughs) How much money do you think uh, Netflix gave to AMC so that the words AMC have nothing to do with the Breaking Bad movie like like it wasn't their show to begin with? Like enough money that we don't, we wouldn't understand what to do with it. I almost thought you were going to say we don't, uh, wouldn't understand the number. <laughs> no, no, it's I, such a high number. Oh my God, there's more than one comma in this number. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. If it showed up in our bank account, we'd be like, well, this is, this is bad. Do you know what the insane thing is? The terms of that deal were, oh, Netflix and AMC are going to split it. It's going to be on Netflix for six months, and then it will air once on AMC. <laughs> That was how they settled that. And then they put the gun back in their pocket. <laughs> yeah. Right, deal. Um, the thing I want to say, though, is that one of these two volumes, Karma Tornado, which was the second arc ever written for The Tick, was written by a man, Chris McCullough, who is here in the audience what? tonight. What? What? Which, to my pleasant surprise, I had no idea. So I was going to sign these and devalue them, but also perhaps... He can sign them now, and he is the man who actually is responsible for that. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, so whoever wins today, yeah. just track him down and make him do it. <laughs> I won't tell you who he is in this audience. It's a game of oh, chance. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, okay. You have to guess which just member of the audience everybody. wrote this book. Yeah. Who but it's definitely, it's a looks he, least in it's a boy. It's a he, he, he identifies as a man. That's the best writer. writer. Right, yeah. Who smells? Like, that's the best guy in the room. All right, so Sam alluded, or somebody did. Yeah, yeah did. Sam did. <laughs> yeah, that he already knows it. I'm going to ask, what was the last movie you saw? Uh, it was, in fact, Inglorious Bastards, which I watched last night with a full crowd, a full packed house in uh, Austin at the Draft House. How'd you do? Uh, I think I did okay. Did you do good in that version? I think version? I did all right. I did all right in this version, yeah. Did you watch it? Like, we still uh, killed Nazis in this version. I hope I, I, hope I do good yeah. in this performance. They didn't, they didn't show the, ver- uh, the version where we, we lose. Just every now and then you're like, oh, shit. I know it's out there. Um, but yeah, we did that uh, with screening and then a lengthy Q&A. And uh, the crowd was wonderful. And uh, it was uh, sponsored by Wizard World, the uh, convention company I do all those conventions with. How lengthy? Lengthy? <laughs> did you say it was a lengthy Q&A? Uh, yeah, it was over 30 minutes. That is lengthy. That is lengthy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a girthy Q&A. It was the girthiest of Q&As. How long is, uh, what time does uh, Inglorious Bastards clock in at? How long is that one? I think it's about two hours and 40 some odd minutes. Good Lord, really? Yeah. I never thought of that as a long one. Is it just so fast paced and, and exciting that it doesn't seem that long? That's correct. Holy yeah. shit. Because I, yeah. I would have guessed that the, this one now is the first one he's ever done that's more than 2.30. No, I, th- I think Bastards is over too. Other than Grindhouse. Uh, honestly, I don't know. I, I, I slept through most of it. but um, <laughs> Those chairs are so comfortable there. They were too comfortable. Eat some fucking queso, have a drink, and then... No. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. No. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think it's over 2.30, if I had to guess. And people were still like, I'm gonna, I, gotta, I gotta ask this question. Three hours in, they're like, I gotta, hold uh, on. 
Yeah, I mean, I was really blown away. Like when we, I, we introed the movie, and we asked how many people are seeing this for the first time, and only like six people out of a full theater had never seen it. I like to think they didn't know you were. You guys are going to be there too. They're like, why are these guys here? Yeah. What are they talking? Just start the movie. The best part was that I was like, oh, those guys were in the movie. Point out at the beginning of the movie what Doug you talked about earlier that I play a second role in the movie, Hitler's portrait painter. And so I pointed it out ahead of time, so they were all looking for it, and uh, it was a real special treat for me. <laughs> and it happened, and the whole audience was very excited that they knew who the extra in the background was. Oh boy, yeah, that is so fun when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I've had that pleasure uh, because I, you know, an extra in a bunch of things, and sure. lately I've been making people watch them. Oh yeah, so I can. <laughs> Really bathe in the glory of being an extra. Um, Billy Wayne. Yes. Same question. Last motion picture you viewed? Uh, Sound and Fury. I went to the uh, Arc Light to watch Sturgill Simpson's anime. Yeah. And it was fucking insane. Really? Yeah. Sound and Fury. Yeah. Sturgill Simpson. 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 And he's a musician. Yeah. And he, he animated it, or he hired people to animate it? I think he hired people. Yeah, he got he some animated, animation I'm company. I'm more impressed with what they did. And it's, uh, like, psychedelic, you're saying, or just... Uh, it's an anime. He went to Japan and had... With violence? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of violence. Oh, I'm Animity in. I'm in. Anime without violence, I don't, I don't have time no, for that. But if it's got violence, I'm, I'm down. Oh, it's like the whole story. And then, like, his record is playing underneath the whole thing. Wow. And then... Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's, I think it's on Netflix now. Oh, okay. But I watched it on the big thing, and like it ended, and you know how people like at the end of those things, people are like, "Wow, the first showing!" Everybody was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. And then people like slowly clap because they're like, "I don't, what happened?" <laughs> it was a neat moment. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Glorious bastards, not so much. Two hours thirty three minutes. Two thirty three, okay. And you know that end credits is probably like seven. Yeah, it probably adds five to at least. Yeah. Because he likes to do the shots of all the actors. Not in not in this one, I don't think. Oh really? You didn't get two little moments in the end credits? No, I don't I don't think so. But were you listed in the credits as being the painter? No. Oh, that's even cooler. Do they pay you double? Um He was just there. I, <laughs> I worked out a separate deal. <laughs> you got a you got a little bump though. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you probably got an extra ten. You know, sag's a real pain in the ass with that kind of thing, Griffin. You gotta, <laughs> gotta work something else out. All right, Griffin. What was the last movie you saw? Uh, I I went to see uh, Dracula last night. Which one? The Bella Lugosi one. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm just here. Talk about uh, scary movies. Chilling, uh, to my very core. No one told me this man's a vampire. Uh, I was taken aback. No, he was playing at the, the Old Town Music Hall in El Segundo. Uh, and I'm here for a couple days and I want to see a movie because that's what I do when I go to another city. I go see a movie by myself. And Eight. I saw that was playing, uh, which was fun. Because they had like a whole organ and everything. That's not a silent movie. But a man just played 30 minutes on an organ before the movie. And then they screened Dracula. And it felt pretty ideal. 
Yeah, they used to have an organist play before every show at the Castro Theater in San Francisco, and uh, it, so it was fun when I do my Benson movie interruption to some dumbass movie, you know, <laughs> some Twilight movie. But before the guy'd just be like going to town on the organ, <laughs> entertaining the crowd, and then it just you know lowers into the stage, and then yeah. I do my thing. But they stopped doing it for some reason. Maybe it was too corny, or I don't know. It's that's quite a that's what I do every night, Doug. I go to town on that organ. <laughs> yeah, and then you lower so, it to uh, the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd lower to the stage right now. So then, uh, yeah, so um, long story short, they don't do it anymore, and I'm sad. Next question. Uh, oh, so, but uh, Dracula, you said it's chilling. It, it feels like something that holds up, or is it more of a curio? No, I think it holds up. That, that is, uh, I, I had seen it on a, on a small screen before. Watching in a theater with people, uh, that's that's quite a good performance. Especially after getting whipped up by that organ oh, player. Oh, man, I was in a frenzy. <laughs> yeah, you were really excited were, for People the were cinema. losing their fight. We were tearing up the seat cushions. Yeah. Uh, no, it's one of those things where, like, you know, it's a very heightened movie, and it's an old-fashioned movie, and it's not scary in the way that we think of movies being scary today. Because now movies have scares, and back then it was just like, this idea is frightening. <laughs> like they have a conversation. That man slowly approaching might be a problem. There's very little of that, though. It's even more just like, I have to tell you something. This man might be a vampire. And you're like, that's the moment when people used to scream. When it was introduced uh, as yeah, an abstract. Yeah, at least gasp. Yeah. Oh, my. Um, and you can always see him coming. It's always like a very wide shot, and he starts all the way in the back corner. And you can kind of set your watch to it. You know his basic speed and rhythm. You know his moves. Uh, tends to be the biting. Uh, but but that that Bela Lugosi is is a pretty com pretty compelling screen presence. Does he bite anybody else? Uh, I mean, does he bite anywhere else on anybody's body in the movie, or is it always the neck? Just the neck, and in fact, that's how they get him. It's like his trademark, like a serial killer. Oh, so they have like a fake neck set up, and he goes in there. <laughs> no, it's they got a neck sting going then, on. And then Chris Hansen is in the next room. <laughs> hey, you why don't you have a seat? Yeah, How's that a, neck taste? It's yeah. a neck covered in super glue, so he just gets stuck to it. <laughs> it is funny. We gotcha! It's in the back. On, you got some gauze there? They keep on in the movie, someone will find a neck and be like, I think this might be Dracula. <laughs> there are like four different <laughs> incidents in the movie where someone's like, let me just check here, one, two bite marks. Yeah, I gotta tell you, bad news, I think this might be a Dracula. <laughs> this sounds like a lot of fun. I had a great time. Yeah. Uh, had a you, great time. Yeah, it sounds like it was a lot of fun for you. I didn't finish my sentence, oh. but, uh, yeah. Yeah. but I think we should all give it a try. Who's in? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, want, I have a follow-up question, if you don't mind. Please. What's your favorite, since you, you go to a movie by yourself every yeah. time you're in L.A., what's your favorite place? Anytime I'm anywhere, but yes. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I get it. That's yeah, yeah. why I extrapolated yeah. it to L.A. Sure, sure. Because it is sure. a place. Sure. And uh, every time you're here, you go to see a movie alone, but yeah. do you have a favorite theater? Uh, oh, in, that's in a In the L.A. basin, as we like to call question. it. Question. Um, you know, I don't, I don't drive. And when I used to come out here in the pre-rideshare days... I would like I'd be trying to do auditions and stuff, and I'd set those appointments like four or five hours apart, so I'd have time to literally walk from audition to audition, 
or take the bus. So I would show up to everything like drenched in sweat and they'd ask me if I needed parking validated. And I was like, does it look like I need parking validated? And then I proceeded to give uh, great auditions that uh, never booked me roles. But um, we sometimes- We the wet guy. Yeah, that guy. I once, I went in for, I think it was the Scream TV show and they told me I seemed too scared. They were like, can you calm down? And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just really amped up. I walked and they were like, from where? And I was like, Santa Monica. And they were like, sir, this no, is perfect. They were, looking for, they were yeah. looking for Jamie Kennedy energy. Yes, right, right. And I was giving uh, a full Renfield energy. Or uh, yeah. what's the other guy? Uh, uh, Matthew Lillard. Sure, sure. They wanted skeet, yeah, skeet. a chill dude, skeet, skeet. Um, yeah, so very often when I see a movie by myself, it used to be like, oh, an audition gets canceled, and now I have a longer chunk of time to kill, so what's the closest theater? I do like the Arclight a lot. Okay, I was going to say. That's my short answer. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, yeah Arclight is, is cool, and you can go, you know, they're all over the place, too, yes. now. But it sounds like you went to Helen back to see Dracula. That place isn't close. Uh, it's it was it's close to where I'm staying because I'm staying oh, I see. at a bad hotel. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, not not to brag, but did you book the hotel to be near the theater to see Dracula? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so very convenient for that one night. Less so for the rest of the week. Okay. Well, this is the part where I say, turn it off, Bert. Let the games begin. I've prepared three games, and this is a mystery which ones it's going to be. So uh, just hang in there, and you'll, you'll find out as, as we go along. And uh, one of these, just a little tease, keep you, keep you interested. One of these is a new game. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes, Sam loves a new game. Oh, boy. Yeah, Sam loves a game where there's no time to figure out the strategy. No time. You just got to jump in jump blindly. In. Do it on the fly. Like... like a ridiculous fool. No, oh. it's called uh, Name the Cast of 1931's Dracula. Because I feel How do you? How many Dracula people can you name, Sam? From the 1931? Yeah, Bela Lugosi. Yeah. Who was the lady? Uh, what are you looking over there for? My my girlfriend is uh, also a movie buff. Right, but you you kind of looked at that lady who shrugged because she thought you were going to her. Yeah, she's like, I don't yeah, fucking know, know, Sam. Don't look she over there. She's just trying to eat her appetizers. Yeah. A plate of tater tots that is, it's the most appetizing bowl of tater tots I've ever seen in my life. No, I'm fine, thank you. I just want to admire it. They do look great. They yeah, really it's like do. like a sonic that's, no, no, I, no. that's probably one of my favorite flappetizers. <laughs> <that they have>. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I forgot what was happening, so let's move on. Okay. Um, this first game... Oh, wait, do we have to pick name tags? Oh, good good call, good call. Um, you've got so many to choose from. <laughs> this is going to be real tough for you guys. Yeah, oh, there you go. You're on that one. But uh, we'll go to a break while these guys uh, work it out amongst these uh, very few name tags. Who's going to be played for? We'll be right back. Hey, y'all, just want to take a second to mention that Doug Loves Movies will be at the Miami Improv for the first time ever on Saturday, November 23rd at 420. So please come out to that. Lots of shows coming up and all the deets, of course, are at DougLovesMovies.com. That's DougLovesMovies.com. Yeah, caca, etc. Back to the show. 
We're back. Sam, who are you playing for? Uh, I'm playing uh, uh, for uh, The Life Aquatic with Steve Z-Sam. 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 Also Sam. Yeah, Just he held one it up and said, uh, I've got, you're on it. Is yep. that drew, drew you to it? Yep, I'm on that one. Like a moth to That's a flame. That's how I do it. Like a moth boy <laughs> to a movie trivia competition. Billy, who are you playing for? In it's like Sidious. a scroll. Sid? In Sid, yes. And the guy's name is Sid? Sid. Girl. Girl. The lady's name is Sid. Sydney? Sydney's here. Not Sydney. No. Just Sid? It's really long. It's an Indian name. Oh, an Indian name, and you just took three letters that are in it? Well, everybody calls me Sid. Oh, okay. That's and yes. <laughs> well, thank you, Sid, for uh, making the Insidious poster. And this one, yeah, uh, wow. Well, I feel like an asshole because there's a gentleman here, right front and center, with a really well done full poster <laughs> where he placed your face over most of the cast of Alexander in the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. And my instinct was—that's a great title for uh, Live Die Repeat, also right? A Patreon it, subscriber of yours. Oh, he's a Patreon subscriber oh. of oh. Griffin Newman. Fuck. He picks yes. this piece of shit. Give me this. I'll take care of yeah. this. Okay. Can take his name tag. So that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy who just wrote Nate on a piece yep. of. Uh, yeah. Uh, on a flappers. He wrote Nate, and then underneath it, request card. In parentheses, he wrote LOL. <laughs> and that won but me over. Though, but good, no, good but try, you know, Nate. I appreciate your uh, your spirit. Yes. Uh, your, your I, I am playing attempt. for Alec, of course, uh, one of my best friends, and uh, the titular star of Alec Ander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, yeah. which uh, otherwise stars Doug Benson in every other. I role. look great in this movie. Yeah, you look fantastic. I really am pulling off all these characters. Yeah. Uh, beautifully. I don't know what that green shit I'm eating is when it, the baby version of me, but uh, all the others. And Alec looks good too. This is a good job, Alec. Thank you, Alec. Yeah. I always believed in you. I'll try not to stab you on it when I get off the stool. The tagline for that movie is one day can change everything? Yep, I believe I've used that uh, tagline in the game whose tagline is it anyway? That is weirdly and Nobody obvious. got it. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh. Taglines are awful most of the time. <laughs> yes. There's like when you say to somebody, name five good ones. They, you know, they tap at uh, just when you think it's safe to get back in the water. After they say in space, no one hear, hear you Those scream. Are the two. Yeah. <laughs> and, and no, the number one. The number one, one is. Do you know what, Sam? I don't. I don't, one I don't either. It's probably oh. one of those other two. I'll tell you what I recently have come around to. Be, my, my podcast co-host, David Sims, alerted me to the fact, and now I think this is the best tagline. The tagline for Lethal Weapon 2 is, the magic is back, which is weird. But where it really achieves transcendence is the tagline for Lethal Weapon 3 is, the magic is back again. <laughs> it's a dot, 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 again. Here it comes again. The it's, magic is back they again. They just keep recreating the magic yes. of Lethal Weapon. Like, magic. no review in the world calls that movie magical. No. <laughs> what a weird word to self-describe. Well, of course, you know that thing, the magic between these two guys is back. Well, again. they don't want to say the chemistry is back right. because then people think it's about learning. Totally. And I guess other... <laughs> I'm sure that conversation happened. Yes. We can't use the word chemistry on a, on a stupid lethal yeah. weapon poster. Right. Okay. Here we go, you guys. This first game is something called... Oh, I just mentioned it. Let's play Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, boy. Yeah. Woo! <clears throat> 
You guys know how this works. Yeah. I'll say the title of an actual movie, slowly. And the first person who gets the full and correct title that I am looking for, not some other movie, the one I want, that person wins. Come on, everybody, here we go. <clears throat> A Nightmare on Elm Street. Before Christmas. A and Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare. Part two. On Elm. A Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Street. Three Mortars. <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street Two. Oh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. That's it! Oh. Freddy's Revenge! Happy October, everybody. Come see scary movies. Talk about scary movies. Um, exciting thing about Freddy's Revenge is that uh, you know that infamous scene where Freddy strips a man down and murders him in the showers of the uh, next to the gymnasium because he's the high school gym coach that's fairly abusive so Freddie thinks it's funny to really really fuck with him yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was his stand-in uh-huh. and that's my butt I'm just kidding that's not my butt that's the real guy's butt but it's my um, it's my hands and wrists when his uh, hands and wrists are being really? uh, because they sent him home for the day after smacking his ass with a, a, a towel that flew through the air magically. Because you don't, you don't see Freddy doing it. It's just right. a towel just smacking right. him in the ass. So he got to go home, and I had to do the uh, part. So it's my hands. Oh, wow. A much younger man's hands, I should say. But no, <laughs> nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Great story, Doug. Next game. I liked it. I liked it, too. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. Uh, you do not get to go first in this game. Billy, you also do not get to go first. Yeah. Griffin won that last game. Yes. So he's going to start us off. Okay. And this thing is called... I swiped it from The Price is Right. It's called More or Less. Hmm. I'll go to each panelist one at a time. I'll name a movie and a dollar amount. And you tell me if that movie grossed more or less. This is North American Domestic Box Office. According to boxofficemojo.com. Thank you. God, you're really a man after my own heart, Sam. I just, I, I got jitters hearing you. So I was, oh my God, what a dream boat. Unadjusted, domestic. Not adjusted for inflation, right. and as Sam said, not worldwide. Okay. Just yeah. in North America, which includes our friends in Canada. <clears throat> Oh, also spay and neuter your pets. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Griffin, you're first, so you get this movie all to yourself. And uh, Oh, and when you get one wrong, then, then you're out. So okay. uh, I hopefully have enough of these. Okay. Uh, Griffin, the motion picture is called Batman. And just to make it a little more specific, it's from 1989. Okay. Domestic... I'm just repeating this one more time. Mm-hmm. Not adjusted for inflation. Adjusted final domestic growth. $230 million. More or less? I'm going to say more, Doug. You are. Mm-hmm. The answer is more. 
It grossed two hundred and fifty-one million dollars. That was my guess. How, really? I was gonna That's I was gonna throw go it out there, but two fifty-one I thought was it felt right. Okay. Well, good right. for you. You're still in this. Okay. Yeah, Billy, you ready? Sure. The motion picture is called Batman and Robin. One hundred and fifteen million. More or less? Less than that. <laughs> that is correct, it was less. Yes. It grossed 107 million, which is about 105 million too much. Yes. In my uh, estimation of that film, but I will watch parts of it on cable because it is fascinating how, how wrong they got it. <laughs> <laughs> you ready, Sam? If you're you're going to give me the red balloon, aren't you? <laughs> you know, sometimes the twist comes on the third one, but uh, maybe this time I'll stay more on point okay. and make you tell me whether you think it's more or less the gross of a motion picture called Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Mm -hmm. Can't believe Justice began when those two started fighting. Well, it didn't begin, it just dawned. It was just dawning on people? It was just starting to dawn on people. <laughs> Oh, Justin! Oh. 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 That's a good idea. Oh. Oh, why not? Got it. <laughs> Three hundred and twenty million dollars, Sam. Oh. <laughs> Indeed. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say more. That is correct. Wow. You guys are good at this. You guys are just watching anything out there. So like 325? And it was by a small margin, yeah, it made 330. Wow. 330 million. Wow, that is, you. speaking of something making too much. <laughs> All right, this movie made, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna throw That's that, the opposite. I'm not gonna throw that out there. Griffin, the motion picture is called The Dark Knight. Mm. And the number is five hundred and seventy-five million dollars. <sighs> can say less, Douglas. That's what you're gonna say. I'm gonna say less. Well, you know what? What? I'm impressed. Cause it's less. Wow. Can I take a guess? Oh please. Five thirty-two. Motherfucker. <laughs> 533. Whoa. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. How the hell? How is this happening? <laughs> All right, we got time for this. This is a very suspenseful, suspenseful game, I hope. <laughs> and I appreciate this audience not y yelling out higher and lower like this is prices, right? <laughs> I'm afraid that will happen someday, especially now. Why did I bring it up? Okay. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Mine. Oh. No, no. Oh, Billy. <laughs> oh, Billy, Billy, Billy. I feel like I might as well just say what I'm going to guess now. <laughs> <laughs> you could go, you could, if you, you might as well get some clues <laughs> before deciding yeah, no, to guess. Just, that's, the, that's how educated it's going to be, probably. <laughs> if you want to say, oh, Billy, you can either go Ted Knight from Caddyshack, or right. or I like to go uh, the girlfriend from Midnight Express. <laughs> That's darker. Oh, Billy! 
She's very upset, guys. Yeah, it's not a pleasant moment at all. And all sorry, right. I'm sorry Sam brought it up. Okay, it also happens to be a Sam table mentioned gun. something nobody here has ever seen. Totally different movies. Um, but uh, now, but do Ted Knight, though. In case oh, I... baby, baby. <laughs> that is good. Put me to sleep like that. You'll get nothing and like it. All right, so, um, <laughs> Billy, did I tell you the movie yet? Nope. The Lego Batman movie. Nope. One hundred and sixty million, more or less. More. It is more because I'm in it. Ah! Yes. I'm not gonna be in some stupid hundred sixty million dollar movie. I go all the way to one seventy five, baby. All right. I, I, got, I never use baby, and I for good reason. <laughs> Sam. Yep. Blank man. <laughs> the motion picture is blank. Oh, you're the man. worst. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I played myself on the program with the same name. Uh, you're the worst. 11 million. 11 million, Sam. Oh, boy. 11 million dollars. I just real, you just man. made me realize. I never knew why they asked me to be on You're the Worst. <laughs> now I know it's because I am indeed the worst. Doug, I'm going to say less. Less than $11 million? Yeah, that movie was an absolute bomb, and it came out in a day when tickets cost $4.50. I'll bet it made nine or 10. It made 7.9 million. Sam is still in it. I'm gonna have to bust out a tiebreaker on your asses, because you guys are all- Thank you for giving me the ones with the absolute smallest margin. Hey man, do you think I decide where you're gonna sit before uh-huh. you come out here? Uh-huh. Griffin? Mm-hmm. Batman colon the killing joke. Oh geez. Yeah. Cause this this was one of those uh mostly a direct to video film that I believe got a popular a little way. run. Popular, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, okay. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> $17 million. Gonna say less. That is correct. Way less. You knew how l- lightly distributed it was. $3.7 million. That's even higher than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. I was, that's where I was afraid that you were gonna say one. And I wouldn't have known. Okay. That's still a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> for being honest. The, the interesting thing about this game now, I'm thinking, is like, when I get a bunch of dummies up here, are they going to be able to do as well at it, or is it going to be too hard for them? I'm pretty dumb, and I'm having a good time with it. <laughs> Killing it, yeah. No. I guess, yeah, you guess, you, there's two ways to guess, but yeah. you, guys are, you guys really are just. It's a true-false thing. I mean, maybe it's one of those games where I just, you know, I, I tip it too much with my voice. In terms of score, we're all doing equally well right now, the three of us. Yeah, but I think the difficulty of what, like, if he just said blank man to me, I'd be like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you don't know what that is? No, I didn't know. <laughs> Damon Wayans was a. Oh, is that what it was? Was it a superhero? But it's, it's just a guy in like his jammies and a. Kid. I do remember he did the voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I just blacked it out. <laughs> Unfortunate choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, this is also going to be unfortunate for you because uh, <laughs> it's an interesting one. Uh, The motion picture, Mommy Dearest. Okay. Yeah. 
$42 million. I'm going to say more. Finally, I'm going to kick somebody out of this game. Damn it. It made less. It was like a sensation in terms of everybody knowing about it and saying no more wire hangers. But at the box office, it only made $19 million. Which also wasn't a terrible gross at that time, but... $4 tickets, as Sam pointed out. A little less than three blank bands, yeah. So that leaves us with Sam and Griffin. Do you think, Sam, that going first is an advantage in the Leonard Malton game? Do you find Oh, it, it's a huge advantage. Yeah, you find that to be the power position. Yes, as opposed to the last game. man stand where it's a distinct disadvantage to go first. I was well, I wouldn't I, say I'm distinct because you can name a movie that's like clearly going to be named later mm. and get it out. I'm happy to... Switch positions. I'll play by deal or no deal rules in which oh you can God. exchange the case if you want. What does that mean? In deal or no deal, when it comes down to the final case and you've been banking on this one case you've had the whole time, mm -hmm. they say, if you want, you can just swap it. But what are you planning to swap here? Chairs. Well, no, he's, well, he's talking. Swap? It's, not, it's not happening yet. He's, he's I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm just saying I'm, I'm so you're setting saying, up a narrative. So you're suggesting right. that if you win the right to go first in Leonard Malton game, you would let me pick first instead is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. I cannot abide by that. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Yeah. And don't, I don't, I'm don't show up here with your own rules. Okay. Yeah. Just trying to don't walk in and go, hey, Alex Trebek, <laughs> this whole question thing, why don't we flip it? Trying to ratchet tension. Make the answer an answer. Right. Yeah. All right. right. Oh, and by the way, mathematically speaking, you're always supposed to switch the case. Really? Yes. What a good show. <laughs> what do you mean, mathematically speaking? It's, it's a thing that... Um, this is going to get so boring, so I'll, just, I'll say it in 10 seconds. Cool. Um, statisticians talk about it. It's called the Monty Hall Conundrum. If you, if you start with 30 cases, every case has a 1 in 30 chance of having a million dollars. If you mathematically eliminate every case that isn't there, and you know one case has it and one case doesn't, one case that you pull with 1 in 30 odds, the other case doesn't have 1 in 30 odds, it has 1 out of 2 odds. Got you. So you're swapping 1 out of 2 for 1 out of 30. You did good on that. That's like I got the concept and the answer. And the there you go. It's like a sign of a genius. Trouble is, by that point, a lot of numbers are off the board. Sure. And people just, you know, they just don't know what to what to do with themselves. Also, right. they're on TV. They're just, they're just stuck with that case. You yeah. Know? So sometimes switching it feels like it might. They've gone through so much with that something. case at that point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so to settle this, like men, we are going to do a, a tiebreaker. This is a speed round, guys. Okay. I think. Let me read it. Uh, okay, the winner is the first person who could tell me the name. Oh, I'm about to say it, so I'm going to say something that's going to lead. It's a question. Okay. And then first one to answer it. Congrats, Griffin. Well, listen. Well, it's only to get to go first in Leonard Mall game, and apparently you two are willing to swap. Just, I like tension. I like dramatic tension. Okay, I'm going to drag this out then. Cool. Uh, name the second highest grossing Batman movie. The Dark Knight. Batman versus... Uh, Dark Knight Rises. That is correct. You weren't playing, uh, Billy. I'm sorry if I wasn't clear I about that. that was clear. That, that was a tiebreaker between playing. those two guys. Uh, but he still, got, he still got in there That's faster fine. than Sam after being told the answer. That's fine. <laughs> 
So Griffin gets to go first in. Uh, it's making a return today, obviously. The Leonard Maltin game. Oh my God, I gotta pee so bad right now. Where's the nearest bathroom in this place? Right the there? The bar? What? <laughs> we got a spittoon. <laughs> you know, flappers, 20s. Um, through that door there, or, or through the exit door, and then there's one right there. That. All right. This will be interesting. I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and I, I don't wanna go to a commercial break, because who likes ads? Um, could the three of you, Yep. Uh, amongst yourselves, um, Tell us some impressions that you can do, and, and do them. Sure. I mean, I wish I could be here for it, but maybe I'll be able to hear it in the bathroom. Sure. But I'll, I'll be, I, I almost said I'll be right back, but I don't want to go to a commercial. So just, uh, yep, you got it. see you soon. Cool. You could have said, I'll be back, and done your, your that Schwarzenegger. Been, uh, oh. Schwarzenegger is so like, that. I want ones that are like, nobody does them impressions, because then that'll teach us. Okay, like Daniel Plainview from you know, like, There Will Be Blood? Yeah. I learned this from uh, a comedian named uh, Topher Riddle recently, um, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do um, uh, Christopher Walken saying Billy's name. Cool. Ready? Billy Wayne Davis. <laughs> Pretty good. Good. Pretty good. Well, I, I feel walking, everybody. you've got started doing a lot of impressions, and Not you did a lot. a lot of impressions on Freaks and Geeks. I, I remember, mean, like... I did, I did uh, uh, Kurt Shatner right, and Rod Serling. Sure. <laughs> but I guess at that age where you working on learning them, do you still kind of, like, sometimes try to... No. No. Um, I do them very sparingly, and it's always very unusual characters, like Daniel Plain. <laughs> <laughs> Would you care to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now I'm gonna. It's a whole physical thing here. While Doug's gone, and plus this will give me some energy. Some it's podcast. blood flowing to my head. All right, uh, Sid, you're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna stand in for Paul Dano here. Sorry, I'm so excited for you. No, that's okay. Don't worry about it. You don't have to do anything. All right. Now, if you have a straw, my straw goes all the way over here. Then I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. That's it. That's the impression. I, I gotta say, the physicality really did make it. Really does the add posture, to it, right? Was, you you had the old man Plainville crouch. Yeah. Uh, my my one that I'm proud of is uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh. Because I feel like I hit on it, and I okay. feel like I hadn't heard anyone else get to him yet. So this, it's gonna sound like I'm saying this because of your, your prize bag, but this is the line that I used to get into him from Inception. Everyone has their particular totem. My totem is a loaded die. Only I know the exact weight and size of that loaded die. <laughs> That's good. Wow. That's pretty good. It's good because like, I was immediately annoyed by you. That's, that's the thing. I was I like, think, what? That's like genius. I want to recommend you add some physicality like, oh. to it next time. It really sucks. I know. I do, I do a little bit of the sort of the sway yeah, a little and the squint, yeah. but I haven't gotten him standing yet. Okay. I only have a sitting JGL. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, my wife does does her mother like, and sometimes she does it so well it makes me mad. I'm like, all right, you guys stop. I don't feel good right now. She's like, thank you so much. Thanks for filling in, you guys. I didn't Happy do to do it, Doug. <laughs> they nailed it. Yeah, you didn't do an impression. I'm not an actor. Well, I don't think you have to be an actor. To... I can do like like 
Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> can do most of what Mike Judge can do. From a similar, from a similar area. Uh, can you do that guy that nobody understands what he's saying? Oh yeah, like Boomhauer. Yeah, yeah Boomhauer. Dang old man, dang old man. In a world where love is against the law, that's the, my favorite line from that show. Propane. That's my uh, word propane word that I was propane, like, propane accessories. <laughs> All right, well, great job filling in before this very exciting. I know everybody's still listening because uh, everybody's so excited for uh, the Leonard Maltin game. So let me pull it out of the bag. I've got. Uh, some categories prepared. Now, Sam, where do you, you have a preference between the category where I don't reveal what the category is until you pick it, or would you rather just know straight up? I mean, you, you get the laughs either way. Oh, I love knowing. Yeah? Yeah, it helps me, you know, I guess zone in when, when you say it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't get to go first anyway. I, I'm, I'm aware. Still, still just checking in with you because I know. No, I know. I know you've played the most. No, it's fine. The most of any person. I, I hope that's not true. I can't believe it wouldn't be. Because now I only drag it out when you're here. All right. <clears throat> Your category options, Griffin. And mm. then, oh, so we've been going, uh, you know, we're, it'll go Griffin, then Sam, then, uh, then Billy. All right. Uh, but everybody should pay attention. Um, your options, Griffin, are four-letter word. That's a movie, uh, the title is just four letters. Um, there's no such thing as a country. Uh, that's movies with the name of a country in the title. And the Emma Dilemma. That's movies based on Jane Austen books. <laughs> the category all of these dudes are probably gonna dive at. Which one do you like, Griffin? Well, my friend Becca was the one clapping for Emma Dilemma. It's okay, you can yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do four-letter word, please. All right. Uh, and this is a movie with four letters in the title. <clears throat> Two stars from Leonard in the year 2313. 2313? 30, sorry, you guys. The year is 30,500 Bit of a blind spot for me. 2013, two stars. I think, yeah, I, I think Leonard was in a bad mood that year. <laughs> uh, he says this movie is frequently irritating. Wow. Yeah. And he says the visuals recall an episode of TV's Batman show from the 80s. But the 60s, sorry. He's saying that in a derogatory no way. way? The Batman from the 80s? Is that a typo? Anyway, that's what that's what Leonard wrote, or one of his mini owns. Is that where when Leonard saw it, it was the eighties? <laughs> Fifteen names. Fifteen names are listed. Four letter word. By Mr. Malta. Fifteen names. Yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna half it. I'm gonna say seven. Opening bid seven names. It's sloppy math, but odd number. Sam gets to say name that movie or. Bed lower on this 2013 frequently irritating something to do with looking like TV's Batman. I mean, there's only been one TV's Batman, so yeah, it must no. be. Um, I don't know why it says 
I think it does say 60s. I'm, I gotta wear my reading glasses. All right. <laughs> I gotta get and then wear some reading glasses. <laughs> um, well, Griffin, I know you, you came here to play, so go ahead, Griffin. You can name that movie in seven names. Okay. See what happens, Billy? You're just sitting there and can't do nothing about this. I got no sense of what it is right now, so I'm really I'm banking on some names. Okay. <clears throat> seven names are wait a second let me double check something here I'll make sure I'm reading from the right direction wait am I playing this <laughs> <laughs> no you just uh, unfortunately didn't they, 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 they both moved so fast Okay. Uh, that you that you're shut out, but in the next round you get to start things off. So. I do feel like the little guy when my two big friends are fighting. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit! I don't know how I'm gonna stop this. But but also I speak for Sam here as a fellow little guy. That's how we feel in every other area of no, our I lives, get it. especially I get it. when it comes I'm to fighting. I'm gonna walk you guys to your yeah. car. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. right now I'm like, oh, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, check this out. Okay. Uh, Griffin, your seven names are Bradley Whitford, Mickey Summer, Freddie Rodriguez, Joel David Moore, Donald Logue, Stana Kadic. Did I say that right, Sam? I don't know. <laughs> She's on that show with that guy. Okay. And Ryan Hurst. Huh. Yes, it's Dana Canick. She was on the show with Nathan Fillion. Thank you. It's Bradley, Bradley Whitford right at the bottom of that list. Yeah, interesting, huh? Interesting. Kind of like a relief pitcher. Bring Bradley in the bottom of the ninth. A four-letter word movie that is frequently irritating and recalls what I would think of as the perfect aesthetic values of the 1960s Batman TV show. This is a rough one. This is a rough I'm one. I'm not gonna lie. I appreciate you, you know, coming out swinging. Yeah. I'm. I'm literally now. My thought process is, think of a four-letter word. <laughs> That's part of the problem. The category is called four-letter word. Right. Because there are four letters in the title yeah. of this movie. Right. I'm going to say... <laughs> no audience guesses, please. It's very suspenseful. Someone just felt like they figured it out. Maybe. There was a sound of... I don't think they did, but maybe they did. This one, I would not have gotten this one. I didn't make that noise. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a guess trying to decipher your, your last little hint. I mean, it's been the same hint, but probably saying it again could, could have helped you. Right, four-letter words. No, that's the name of the category. Right. The category is movies that have a title that has four letters in it. Yeah. So a movie that has 18 letters also has four letters in it. I'm making this too complicated, uh, but. Oh, so it could be any title. What? I mean, it's gotta, you gotta say the right title. But it could have any number of letters in the words? 
No, this movie title. This thing has broken my brain. Okay. I know. I, yeah. That's what's annoying about it, is once you hear it, you're going to go, oh, yeah, okay, now right. I get what he's driving at. Right. But I also can't just sit here and give it away, because okay. so I'm apoplectic take, on I'm, the other I'm end. I'm going to take a guess. <laughs> and I might be wildly wrong. Is it <laughs> ACOD? Oh, see, you did figure it out. It was the right line of thinking. You cracked the code. Okay. Yeah, but the movie's called Sam. I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> CBGB. Oh, wow. Right? No. That is a tough one. Wow. Yeah, nice wow. try, though, that you came up with. ACOD, that was pretty impressive. Yeah. What does that stand for? That that was uh, adult, adult children, children of divorce. divorce. Yeah. That's Scott movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, amazing pull. Like you, you've lost better than most people do. I will say that CBGB's movie, which I've watched maybe five minutes of, is weirdly uh, styled like a comic book. And and frequently irritating, obviously, because yep. it got you out in five minutes. Yep. But uh, starred the great Alan Rickman, so I always meant to oh. watch it, but I uh, never did. Is he good in it? Did you see it? No, nobody saw it. <laughs> it's on our list. It's on our Netflix queue. Is it really? It will be now. Oh, <laughs> Okay, um, so that means uh, that Sam is on the board with one point. This is a game where all you gotta do is get two points and you're the winner. Oh, so uh, so now it's time for Billy to, uh, to step up. Of course, uh, Billy, uh, you get, we switch the order around each time, so uh, Billy's not only going first, he's going right into Sam Levine, who uh, gets to go second, and then Griffin. <coughs> Billy, pick a category. Um, between your options are um, Great Scots, that's the films of Tony or Ridley or some guy named Ken Scott. <laughs> Not Michael Scott? Uh, no, yeah, the Agent Scorn yep. movie is not a scorn. Uh, uh, another category is the, the penis game, and that's movies with dick in the title. Or uh, drunk, <laughs> drunk their story, drunk their story, like drunk history, that's movies featuring alcohol consumption, which I guess happens in many movies, but it's featured mm. in this movie. What do you think, Billy? Great Scots, Penis Game, Drunk, Their Story. Great Scots. Okay. This motion picture came out in, coincidentally, 2013. Whoa. Two and a half stars from Leonard. I told you, that year he was unhappy. <laughs> Two and a half stars? Two and a half. Uh, he calls this movie manipulative. <laughs> from the word go. I don't know why I didn't include that part, because that's, that's a great sentence. Manipulative from the word go. It's hard to manipulate from the start. <laughs> I mean, immediately manipulating is really, that's, that's manipulation. <laughs> and he also calls it a modern-day fable. And he lists ten names. How many names do you think you can get this in? Billy Wayne. Two. What? <laughs> Name them. <laughs> Hang on a second. Awesome. Yeah, everybody's upset. We got to talk you through this. It's, <laughs> Sam just jumped in on you like a wild animal on a on a, on a I poor like your lonely. You guys. Yeah. You made the team. Yeah. No, let's let's. We got to rewind here a second. Less than 
more than two. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's a good starting point, but let's get a more specific number. Seven. So if I name two, I'm just going to name two of the most smallest parts. Oh, you can just name parts. any motherfucker, right? <laughs> what? You can just name any, but not any, but in the movie, right? That's what I'm saying is you want those top three or four names. Like, as you saw our friend Griffin here, he just heard the supporting cast and bit players and didn't really get to the juice. Do you think Alan Rickman would have given it away for you? Or? It would have. I yeah. would have figured it out with that. And yeah. Joel David Moore, I know, played Joey Ramone in that movie. Oh, really? Because he was also auditioning against us for that sitcom six. Wait, what? Who was? Joel David Moore. Oh, yeah, he was there, wasn't he? Yes. Oh, I like him. Oh. Yeah, he's the robot Weird. man in Grandma's Boy. Oh, he's the funniest. So funny in that. So funny in that. He's really good in Dodgeball, too. You, you didn't get Dodgeball, Sam? Uh, no, I, I, I love Dodgeball. It's good, right? Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah. It's a true underdog story. Say what? It's a true underdog story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Full Steven title. Roots Full in. title. All right. So uh, in the in the interest of making this game last a little longer. S- can I do seven? Is that I, I wouldn't recommend it. Even more than seven. Because <laughs> as I suggested backstage, <laughs> ten names is a great way to start. Ten names? Because you're moving the ball uh, you know, away from you, and you don't have to... Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Sam, no, no, you're fine, you're fine. Sam doesn't like this part. He's, he's like... Should we, Sam, do you want to just go back to his initial no, uh, wager? No, not. And then we'll just do impressions for the rest of the show? No, of course not, Doug. Or do you want to play to three points? No. Uh, <laughs> why are we changing all the rules? Because uh, Billy is really ruining everything. Oh, Billy ruins everything. I love that show on True TV. <laughs> No, no, they passed on it. But he's ruining it by making it better. Yeah. Because we have the time, and you okay. guys both are very cocky about this. I'm not cocky at all. In fact, you already have a point. Take all ten. Go ahead. Nate. I'll do all ten. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, ten. wait. What just happened? <laughs> okay. He hit me. Wow. But then, Sam, he's not going to get the answer, and then you are going to win. With all ten names? Yeah, that's the idea is... <laughs> Okay, we'll, we'll play to three. We'll play to okay, three. Okay, well, <laughs> Can I try? Yeah, oh, of course. Of course you can try. Like, oh, I got it. I but mean, I, just was, I was just seeing it go the other way, him bidding 10, and then the responsible thing to do, the thing you do if you're trying to win, right. is not give him all 10 and bid whatever you're going to bid. Sure, but in this particular scenario, based on the clues you give, I don't have the faintest idea what this movie is, so me bidding any number of names... Oh, is so gonna put me out of contention. You don't think you can get it in nine names? Probably not. I, I, have, I'm, I, you know, you'll say the name and I go, oh yeah, that. But based on everything you said so far, I don't have anything. I so. barely gave you anything. Exactly. It's a big movie. You'll know it oh. based on six or seven of the names. Do it. It's all right. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely putting this game out to pasture for good. No. Well, because it's just this shit happens every time. Well. This is gonna get so exciting. <laughs> Thrilling shit. Yeah, just real quick, I'm gonna Sorry. test my blood pressure real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh no! Now I'm too tense to do it. Now that I broke it. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, nurse. <laughs> All right. So, um, do you have a stethoscope? I can do it the old-fashioned way. What does that mean? Well, that's how they take Through a stethoscope, they can tell you what your... Uh... Your BP is, of course. That's how they've done it for years, for decades. Well, why do they do this? Well, so you can do it at home without a stethoscope. Oh, but why do they do it in the hospital 50 times a day? 
Why with this. Instead oh, because it's easier. I just meant if you're in a doctor's easier. office. Yeah. It's because then the nurse doesn't have to stand there and do it. Like 1,001. Oh, well, yeah, it takes forever. Check this shit out. Right. It's so fast, except if you break it right before you try to use it. That's right. beeping. Oh, but it's not plugged in. Right. <laughs> Hurry, plug it in. Can we See, guess is, what number you're going to get? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say 148 over 90. Oh, boy. Whoa. Okay. Well, we're getting to them. Do I want to go higher or lower than that? That's <laughs> my challenge here. Do you have the number, Doug? Huh? Do you have the number? Are we still calculating? Oh, yeah, it's still doing the thing. Yeah. It's real tight around my arm right now. <laughs> Deciding my fate. But that's the interesting thing about blood pressure is like you take it a couple of minutes later and you're going to get uh, probably a different number. Mm. And sometimes it varies wildly, you know. Tough game. Tough yeah. game. Yeah, one time my weed doctor, I had high blood pressure because I had coffee right before I went on in and he made me talk to him for 20 minutes and then took my blood pressure again and then gave me a prescription for weed and that made me <laughs> make it feel like it was really legit. Yeah, see, it's super up there according to this, but I'll, I'll take it again in a few minutes so people don't panic, but it's 178 over 130. Yeah, I, I, you have to lay down if that number's accurate. <laughs> no, that's the idea. Sam, I have extremely high blood pressure. I was just in the hospital for a few days, oh, and no. they took my blood pressure every hour. And it was so, that high? Yeah. Dude. Yeah, but it comes down. That's okay. the thing. It's, okay. it's, there's no reason to panic. All right. It'll come down in a few minutes, but if it doesn't, I know, I know exactly where the hospital is. Good. Yeah, so we're gonna be good. I think it's but, a very exciting game, this right? Is, yeah, I should just do this every time. So like, I've never felt what's Doug's blood pressure? You're worried about your your You did all yeah. the stakes. We're like, I could have to go to the hospital. Yeah, if you keep fucking. This up. I mean, Unless I know you where can it get is. This movie in ten minutes. I got it. Ten but names. yeah, so I'm. I'm uh, Sorry, I said two and almost killed you. <laughs> you really? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> really upset. Me. I mean, but what a great. That's, you know, that's going to be right on the top of your Twitter bio. What was the cause yes. of death? I killed uh, Doug Benson with my. Billy Wayne Davis thought he could get it in two. My bad strategy. Bad game strategy. All right, so which one did we decide we're going to do? He's going to do 10. Okay. Give him all the news. Because Sam doesn't know. I feel like if he did, he wouldn't act like he did. Like, I feel like he'd be like, one. I, I, he would know it if he heard some of these names, yeah. but, and we'll find that out in a minute. Um, <laughs> where it, where'd it go? What was the category called? <laughs> Great Scots. Oh, there it is. Um, here's your ten names. Adam Charles Barat, Britt Robinson, Jack Rayner, uh, David Patton, Bobby Moynihan, mm -hmm. Simon Delaney, Andrej Blumenfeld, Colby Smulders, Chris Pratt, and Vince Vaughn in the leading role. The film is called Billy? Man, I don't fucking know. After, there's like a while... Can I've, you think of a Vince Vaughn movie? Yeah. Go from that angle? <sighs> like, after he stopped trying to... I, when he stopped 
being funny, I stopped caring. That's if I'm right being, when this movie came I know. Out. That's, what I, that's why I'm like, I know when it is. I don't know what it's called because I was like, I remember seeing it and being like, I don't care. He's been in and out of funny. He started off funny in Swingers and then he made tons of dramas before he went back to comedy with uh, Old School. Yeah, I mean, he was the, the bad guy in Rudy. Um, <laughs> one of the bad guys. He and Johnny Favs. <laughs> yeah. I... I don't know. See. It was a really good try, though. Sam, what's it called? It's called The Delivery Man. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I would have needed Vince Vaughn's name to get that. Right, I know. It is a tough I one. saw that movie, Vince. too. See, I'm already down to 160 <laughs> over 121. Oh, good. I've already changed that much. Your, your systolic Just the soothing voice of Billy Wayne Davis not knowing the answer really uh, comforted me. But I'll, I'll do it again one more time later, because that's, that's still on the high side. <laughs> Don't shake it. Yeah, Don't point at people and judge <laughs> them for not knowing for knowing delivery, man. Um, I'm you know, that's that movie where the guy went to the sperm bank a bunch of times because they paid him, and then uh, all the kids uh, decided to get together and be mad at him. Yeah. Every single sperm took is the premise of that movie, right? Yeah. He has the guy's like got potent, children. potent seed. Yes. I mean, that's possible though, right? Wasn't it based on a, like a true thing? Well, there are a couple things like that, but they're usually very upsetting. <laughs> no, like, what it is is usually because I just did a podcast about this. Uh, it happens more than you think because doctors, the, the yes. fertility doctors, do it because there's a better percentage because it's fresh sperm because frozen sperm is lower. Exactly. And then they so make more money if they make it either. go. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, wiggle. They, keep, all the they keep microwaving all that frozen sperm. <laughs> just it just doesn't wiggle in your mouth. Like yeah. It loses a certain consistency. Well, this is a fun podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Mouthfeel. But it happens like way more than every thought because these doctors thought never thought like DNA would happen right and then I just imagine one day they're walking through CVS and saw one of like a DNA kit they're like oh shit <laughs> this is not good for me and my army <laughs> <laughs> all right Griffin is up first on this next round and it goes to Sam again so it's uh, yeah. you're already in the in the fire this is and um, I, wow. Sam has two points but we're playing to three yeah Okay. Just because that's the kind of time we have. Gotta go back or go home. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go home either way, but I gotta go back. Um, this is a sequel to a category that I did that's earlier in this. It might come back later, but uh, the category is called uh, You Don't Have to Know the Answer, But It Would Be Cool If You Did. <laughs> and that's the films of Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> And then, uh, oh shit, running out of ammo. Okay, um, uh, oh. it's always someone from Philadelphia. It's movies featuring someone from the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, Principal oh, I cast? thought he was going to be on? the film Philadelphia. Yeah, I was like, man, that's dark as hell. <laughs> and then Colors, Colors, Colors. And that is movies with a color in the title. Wow. Yes, you got colors, McConaughey, or uh, whatever that other one was. Okay. Uh, the uh, people from Always Sunny. Colors, McConaughey, Always Sunny. Um, and we're we're talking the main gang in terms of Always Sunny. We're not we're not talking about like rickety crickets. No, uh, no follow up questions at this time. Oh boy. Okay. 
I am going to go with Be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah. Films of McConaughey. All right. <laughs> That's an impression. That is. I can do that one oh. because it's the same as Mike Judge. We're from the same fucking area. Can you fall backwards into a pool in a nice suit? I would love to do that. That's another thing McConaughey does. You can do that. I just and I like so to I just commercial like, a lot while I was in the hospital. I like to breathe with my mouth open. He looks around a little bit like I'm about to do the craziest thing, <laughs> and then he just falls backwards into the pool. In, in his clothes. They don't even see him get out. Because that's the, that's the embarrassing part when you walk out like a wet dog. You can't shake it off like a dog can. You stand there all wet. I, He's like, do you have a towel? I want to have a party I mean, and be cool if you to show up in a wet suit. <laughs> <laughs> People like, that What's just looks like he's know, really nervous. He's not even invited. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Uh... The Matthew McConaughey category? Yeah. Or Griffin? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we went to a fun place. Though. I had a great time. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was at that party. You made it come alive for me. Thank you. We're going deeper in the years. This is the year 2006. Okay. Two and a half stars from Leonard for a movie that is pleasant enough. That's your clue. That's the one clue mm -hmm. from 2006. How many? Pretty movies? much what I say about most McConaughey movies. Uh huh. Pleasant enough. Mm -hmm. Oh, he also says it's a comedy. I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, how many names do you think you get in Griffin Newman? Go big or go home? I'm going negative two names. Negative two names. Whoa! I think I know what it is, and it's if I'm wrong, finally happening. I go out with glory. Bringing some excitement out of this. Everyone. Sam, he went negative two. On the edge of their seats. Do you think you can go deeper, or do you want to go ahead and let, him, let him get a point, and then we'll, we'll have to continue playing? Or I could do what so, so, so many other contestants in this game have done to me after I make a perfect bid. But that's a shitty thing to do, isn't it? What is it? Oh, I could say negative four, knowing I can't get it, and then Billy gets the point, and Griffin and his perfect bid can just go, yeah! <laughs> you can do that. I could. But let me think about this. Let me see if I can go negative three, in fact. Uh. Would you like someone to carve a sculpture of you in that <laughs> position? I really, truly would. He looks like the thinker right now. Yeah. He's in a very pensive... What are you thinking? Sucks, because I also think I know what movie it is and would go negative two on it. Oh, I want you guys to fight to the death. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like I got four other people in this movie, um, and I couldn't think of what the order would be for the next four. Yeah, so I... If it is, in fact... If it is that same movie. Uh, I am going to say negative three. Oh, shit! Wow. And it's oh. not... I'm not throwing it away. I really think I have. Oh, uh, you got a handle on this? Yeah. So, Billy, all you got to do to say to Sam is name that movie, and Sam is going to have to... Name the film, and then the top three build people in the same order that they're listed by Leonard and then transcribed in this book by a complete stranger. <laughs> a guy, but I, I, I kind of know him, he comes to shows, but a guy just gave this to me, and I, I come up with the category names, but he gives me everything else. I think I can name it in negative. I'm just kidding. I'm just, just about you guys are like, I won't kill it. <laughs> Sam, name it is the movie Failure to Launch, starring Matthew McConaughey, Sarah Jessica Parker, and 
Terry Bradshaw. Wow, that was impressive. First of all, a round of applause for that guest. But unfortunately, it goes Matthew McConaughey, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Zoe Deschanel. Oh. Zoe D! That new girl got in your way there, Sam. Yeah, she did. But you made a, a nice stab at it, and I appreciate you uh, making it exciting. I tried. And yeah, and that means Billy Wayne is on the board with one point. Newman, what's going on? I don't know. All right, know. well, it's going to okay. be between you and Billy now because yeah. you get to go first again. And then it goes to Billy. And I got to scare So up I can him. win if you guys keep fucking up. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. that, is your, that is a good strategy. Thank you. Uh, that's why I did. I was telling you earlier that, you know, don't ever think you're out of this thing just because you don't know anything. It's been most of my life. <laughs> Uh, Griffin, mm -hmm. category is called X-Ray, and that's movies with X in the title or a song by Ray Charles on the soundtrack. <laughs> Not sure if there's any that are both. <laughs> or would you like Lando or C, and that's movies that take place at C or have Billy D. Williams in them. <laughs> <laughs> and the third one is, oh, find another one. Uh, oh, shit. We're back to uh, It's Always Sunny. Uh, it's Always Someone from Philadelphia. So that category that we discussed earlier, and you, you passed on it then. I'm going to take it now. It, feels, it, it now? feels like fate. Okay. That I we like, meet I again. I like your uh, attitude. And oh, shit, the thing went off. I don't know what my uh, blood pressure was. <laughs> you really got to look at the results. Um, okay. <laughs> So Leonard says about this movie, it's from uh, 2011. He gives it two and a half stars. Um, he says it has some solid laughs. And a kind of raunchiness we've come to expect. <laughs> All right, there's more to that thought, but I'll leave it at that. We've come to expect them. Yeah. And he lists 16 names. Wow. Big cast. Yeah. 2011. Two and a half stars. We expected the raunchiness. It didn't catch us by surprise. We knew it was going to be there. 15 names. I'm going to say. Oh, shit. It's 6 o'clock. We're out of time. Thank Are we really? You. Thank you, everybody, for coming. No, we don't have to wrap it up that quick. But we are... Strangely out of time for a show where I felt like I was stretching. <laughs> I really wanted this game to continue so that we could make it to six, and now we're here. I, f I feel like I'm, I'm going to do the same move. I mean, once again, like, got to gotta go all out. I'm going to go negative two names. This is negative two. Billy. I'm going to do negative two names. I think, I think you're in good shape. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Me? Billy? Yeah, Billy. Ugh. Name it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good call. Because we got six. So he's got to name the movie and the top two build individuals. Good luck. I believe, I hope, I pray that the movie is entitled Going the Distance and it stars Drew Barrymore and Justin Long. That is incorrect. Oh, you idiot. Who from Always Sunny is in that? Charlie Day. Oh, okay. It's the, the best friend. Same case here. 
It's uh, the top two bill to be Jason Bateman and yeah, horrible bosses. And Charlie horrible Day. Bosses. It's horrible bosses. It's, as Sam already oh, figured yeah. out. Yes, yeah, so that means that wow. Billy has two points, wow. Sam has two points, and we've got to do a tiebreaker. Wow. Oh, no, actually, let's just, you guys okay for a few more minutes? Yeah. Is Flappers okay? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go, we're going long. We're going live. Stop the hammering. Uh, colors, colors, colors. Oh, who do I, uh, uh, Sam was out of that skirmish, so he gets to start us off, and then he goes right at Billy. Colors, colors, colors. So this could end right here, Griffin, I'm sorry to say. I, I mean, I'm going to see whatever mind games I can play to extend it. Uh, it's movies with a color in the title. Uh, getting some tail. That's movies based on fairy tales. Okay. And cable billing. And that's movies featuring Josh Brolin. Huh. Let's go colors. What we all love is cable. Deadpool 2. Movies with a color and a title. Leonard uh, gives this movie three and a half stars. It is from 2013. Every movie is ever popular. <laughs> we had a 2006 and a 2011, so out of three or four movies, it, it has been every movie. <laughs> I gotta check my blood pressure again. Um, he calls this movie fascinating. Okay, Leonard. And. He says that it has flashbacks. <laughs> he says they're telling flashbacks. As opposed to those flashbacks that are not there for any reason. <laughs> and uh, he lists 11 names. How many can you get it in, Sam the ma'am? Um, 10 names. <laughs> Billy? Name it. <laughs> Keep it in sporting. I appreciate wow. it, Billy. That's the only move I have. You're going to get this. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We're going to have to get you and Griffin in a room to settle okay. this. Yeah. I feel so. I've, I've never felt more shame. You know, my entire well, you life. know how Sam often feels in this game. I do. No, get, I do. Well, the yeah. timing is you get yeah. shut out. I know. Again. I know. It's. Uh, I just know more about it's, movies. It's really. it, that is also true. That is also true. It's irrefutable now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the game doesn't. It's like. Well, I just tried to do my blood pressure test again, and it says error. Oh no! <laughs> yes, you have no blood pressure. That's how bad it is. Oh no! He said it's like fuck it. Oh, it's just like. Oh yes, that might mean it might mean that it might not mean error. You got bear blood. Earned <laughs> run <laughs> average. Sam. Mm-hmm. Ten names. Yep. Raise your hand when you know it. Okay. I'm gonna guess it's gonna be uh, by name number six. Mm. Be honest. All right. Aiden, Aaron, the guy who played uh, Han Solo. Alden Ehrenreich. How Alden, do you say? Alden Ehrenreich. Aaron Rick. Max Casella. Mm -hmm. Tammy Blanchard. Michael Stuhlbarg. Peter Sarsgaard. Louis C.K. Uh -huh. That's where I thought you'd get it by that point. Uh -huh. You know, that frequent movie actor, Louis yeah. C.K. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Uh -huh. 
one of our finest. Bobby Cannavale. Uh huh. Sally Hawkins. Uh huh. And Alec Baldwin. And the movie is Blue Jasmine. Yeah. When did you think of it? Well, I right thought it Alec Baldwin. It. Oh, sorry. No, Dice Clay. But I. Yeah, that's what I meant. You I got was, it seven. I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Six. I'm very tired. Uh, yeah, I got to test my blood pressure. <laughs> okay. um, all right. So that means that Sam is our winner today. Yay! Three point victory. So yeah, who are we delivering the prizes to, Sam? Oh, uh, Steve Z. Sam, also Hi, Steve. a fellow Sam. Steve, do you mind running up on stage and grabbing your uh, prize bag? Okay. And, uh, or Sam, help him out, but be very careful with it because uh, the bottom has uh, got a hole and it's uh, heavy stuff, so it's just going to all fall out everywhere. And uh, congratulations, dude. That's what happens when you Photoshop Sam onto a movie poster for a film he wasn't in. Damn right. Yeah. You win stuff. Uh, what do you got to plug, Sam? Oh, uh, well, of course, DC Daily. You can see it five days a week. It's in front of the paywall on DC Universe. Uh, and uh, Wizard World Comic Con. I'll be in uh, Columbus, Ohio this upcoming weekend. And then Madison, Wisconsin the following weekend. And then Austin, Texas the second weekend of November. Come see me. Say hello. Whoa. Going some cool places. Billy Wayne Davis, what's coming up for you, dude? I will be in Eugene, Oregon, in Salem, Oregon, I guess this coming up weekend, and uh, the Adult Swim Festival in L.A. in November. Oh, that's fun. That is going to be fun. What do you do on Adult Swim? I'm hosting the Squid Billies uh, show. Which hey. is, uh Yeah, Billy Joe Shaver is going to play, and then Dana Snyder is going to do some puppet stuff. <laughs> okay, uh, that doesn't. I, that sounds bad. I no, it's he's the hey, voice. Hey, let's of do grandma. some puppet stuff. It's really, it's like dirty puppets. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was kind of right. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, puppets just start off dirty because they've got a hand up their ass. Yeah, and he <laughs> just, does just from jump, they're already it's, it's already sexual to me. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm supposed to say that. So don't Maybe don't worry about it. You're good. You you guys will be there. Griffin Newman. Uh, I will be retreating to Nicaragua to uh, question my life decisions leading up to this film <laughs> today. Um, uh, processing my shame of uh, getting zero points on the well, board. Well, you would have had one, but I, I shot for the moon. Th that is true. Oh, that is true. Um, no, I do a podcast called Blank Check with Griffin and David, uh, which, of course, Alec, who I've always supported and always trusted, is a Patreon subscriber to. Uh, we pick a director who has had massive success success, blank check, status at some point in their career, and we go through all their movies one at a time. So we're finishing up Miyazaki and going into Jonathan Demi uh, imminently. Um, and the tick is very canceled, but it's very visible on Amazon until Jeff Bezos decides it's not. Um, so please watch it. And I'm you shouldn't on. have said his name. I shouldn't have said his name. Is that what happens if you say his name? He He's smites always you. listening either way, though, and he picks up when you infer it. Ooh. He's got ears everywhere. That's smart. That's smart. Um, I'm on a, a show called uh, Our Cartoon President on Showtime, which is an animated series about the Trump family, a family that we don't hear enough about. And I play uh, Jared Kushner because I am typecast as a scared, a spineless uh, Jewish man in my career. What's up, bro? Yep. Yep. Yo. That's the wheelhouse, Good baby. looking out, man. Yep. We up for that one, Sam? Oh, I'm up for everything. Griffin and I are always up for the same parts. Because there's only, uh, evidently, yeah. there's only three s shorter, 
nerdish-looking Jewish guys in Hollywood. That's what was so frustrating about seeing Joel David Moore in that room. I was I like, agree. you open this up to Tollies? Yeah. I assume if I'm in this room, yeah. it's it's a clear 5-7 ceiling yeah. on this world. You've already bought the wardrobe, yeah. and you couldn't go with a stretch. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, Sam and I will be competing for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Who's that third one that you mentioned? The third guy like you guys. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, maybe? Yeah. All right. That guy gets everything. That's not true. It's not true it used to be. You didn't have somebody in mind when you said that? Uh, No, I was just, I didn't want to make it just the two of us. There's got to be a third guy. Yeah. Danny Strong. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I was up for creating Empire, yep. and then it came down to me and him. And then yeah, he, he moonlights as writing and directing the thing, so mm-hmm. I don't know if he's auditioning much, but, uh, you know, no, not he's good. I like him. He's great. You think he can... Do you have his number? Yeah. Can you get him on, on here? Sure. He directed Game Change on HBO. He did, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I don't think he directed He wrote it. Wrote it. Yeah, he wrote they, Game Change and Recap. He won awards for writing it. He did. Yeah. He, did. he lives in Oh, New York. it was directed by uh, Susanna Hoff's husband. Yes. That's what I call him. Oh, nice. <laughs> Mr. Hoff's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes it. It's <laughs> <laughs> very progressive that way. Yeah. Nice. Um, let's see. What else did I want to say? Douglas Movies returns to the San Jose Improv on November 16th at 420. And all you gotta do is go to you know where for uh, deets and dates and stuff. And uh, thanks, you guys. One yeah. more time for all my guests, Sam Levine, Thank you, the continuing champion of the Leonard Maltin game, Billy Wayne Davis. Uh, I got second. Came in second place against all odds. And Griffin Newman, I you know, I want to bring you back for a rematch at any time. Maybe on, maybe not on this podcast, but maybe maybe we'll have you both on getting Doug with High and play Leonard Maltin game. Um, yeah, come to my kingdom. <laughs> oh, that's that would be funny. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks, Flappers. As always, positive energy. Yeah. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.